back again another week if you will it's your boy will aka kibbles 130 duke and kibbles on title 130 if you will a whole what's up how got my boy a back in the building <clears throat> what's up y'all had to clear the throat yeah Let's i almost it. choked uh-huh. This is a little, you know, we got a different setup. Different YouTube setup. world, a little bit of YouTube world. We in Bel Air today, folks. We, we in Bel Air today. We got yeah. everything. It's like we'll buzz you in when you get here. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Is that yeah. kind of hold your back, sir? Bentley. <laughs> what you need? Like, Jeffrey. We got all glasses. We it's have like, no plastic. It's like take your shoes off when you hit the door. It's all wood floor. Take the, hey, hey. It's like we got spare outfit for you in the <laughs> bedroom. Right? Did you hit on socks on all day today? We got another pair for you. Go ahead and put like, these on hey. real quick. Mm. But yeah. So our, our ice machine shoots the ice at you one at a time. <laughs> like, <laughs> you need ice for your cup? We got Kool-Aid you. Kool Aid come out of the dispensary. <laughs> if you use the bathroom, it's a, it's, it's a bodé. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never had your ass clean till you got on the bodé. Mm-hmm. So we're going to introduce the um, special guest today. We got to introduce the special guest. We got to reintroduce. We got something because Daniel Daniel is on PTO this week. PTO. We, we, we got miss you. We'll see you next week. Where is? Gotta get my three fingers full. Stupid dad, three fingers full. I can get my one today, you know. Let's have to reach call table. Always call table. And reintroduce our special guest. They ain't been here before. If you listen to the episode, uh, it's a man thing. Gina? We got my boy back in the building, a.k.a. I don't get my feet done, a.k.a. cut her ankles up, a.k.a. my glasses is finally <laughs> fixed. Yes, Lord. After six years, three days, four months of not being able to see. Joe shot going to be off. Joe, I play tennis. Glasses fixed, Taylor in the building. What's going on? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's so dry. He's dry. He ain't YouTube. I'm sorry. I apologize. My boy dry. Hey, hey, that's my cat. But as dry as that jump shot can be when we get back in the gym. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then we have this lovely, lovely person. You know, this lovely woman, aka my godson's mother, aka I can't stand him, aka his basket's in the corner, <laughs> aka it's my fifth cup of wine, Miss Jamie. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got to be started today. We got to be started today. We started today. The boy rocking the shirt he got up for five. Hey, look at that, man. It look, it look good. What the shirt say, man? I don't know either. You don't know what the shirt say. You wear it, but you don't know what it say. Black fathers, black leader, black king. I see. I see. Can't see the shirt. This is glass just there fixed. But yeah, hey. How was your week, my brother? Man, man, man. My week was good, man. Um, Not much different. It was kind of stressful, but I'm glad it's a weekend. I ain't going to lie. It's the, weekend. it's the weekend. Hey, anything happen this week? Man, you know what? I ain't going to lie. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. As far as working out, I only worked out three days this week. You and me both. The first week was like six days. Every morning I was up. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I couldn't get up early enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, late enough. I was up. <laughs> what what was, you want? Hey, I was, I was <laughs> getting up at, You can't hey, get up early or late. What I was want? getting up at line fucking 7.30. I had to be up at 7. I was getting up at 8 o'clock. I had mm-hmm. to be up at 6. I'm mm-hmm. like, man. Hey, you know what it was? Me and my lady definitely was uh having late nights. Hmm. Hmm. Like one that's going to be happening to New York. So I couldn't get up. Get up. Yeah. I couldn't get up. You got, you got up that night, but you ain't get up in the morning. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, all my little energy out, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting old out here, man. Yeah, like, hey. It ain't moving like we used to. I said, shit, I, I threw my back out. But I laid out. Nah, I'm just playing. But I definitely was tired. Like, you know, you get that little fuck it in your system. You're like, man, fuck it. You little fuck it in your system or fuck it in your system? You heard what I said. <laughs> which, one, which one is it? Both of them? You heard what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, uh. Put the fuck it in your system, make it say fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying. Anyway, how about you, bro? Hey, my week was good, man. I hit the week hard, man. I did, t- I did about 6.7 mile walk at Cool Lake. I saw that. Boy, when I say I had jogging pants on, a hoodie, a sauna vest, two t shirts underneath the, uh, underneath the hoodie. Oh, you're trying to fall out. Oh, no, no, no. I, I stay hydrated. I drink a gallon of water a day. And you sweat like a but, bitch. I'm like, hit that pork cup he pouring right now. My back and my jacket and all this just drenched. Joe T, he sweat like a motherfucker, boy. You don't play basketball, man. You enough. I sweat. But it was like a good two, walk. Three shirts. But my workout been going good, man. Y'all, you might lose. I might I get you. Lose. I ain't going to come in last. I might get you. Because the two-pack coming in. 
I told you I, I told you I dropped four pounds the first week though. Okay, I'm gonna ask you on it. Yeah, just yeah, know you're going this down. This is my weight loss, right? This is my weight loss. This, uh-huh. this is what's going down. I, the two pack is. So when the two pack start coming in, I know I'm dropping weight. I ain't even checked my weight. You better check. I ain't checking. You gonna be like, God damn, I got two pounds. <laughs> I'm be like, I'm be like, nigga, that's all muscle. Nigga, get it on, give me the on. Nigga, be like, uh, nigga, that's all you know, muscle. But you know what they say, muscle, muscle weighs more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's muscle my thing. Is I feel like I'm gonna lose this weight. And once we eight, so you got like another two, three weeks left. No, we got about a month left. Yeah, it's only the seventeenth. We got a month left, so I'm gonna lose the weight, and everything will start getting bigger, and I'm gonna get stronger again, and that muscle will come right back. I'm gonna be at the same damn weight I was when we started. Man. I'm gonna have to call a technicality on that shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, nigga, no, He's like, I, got, I look good. I got a three pack, nigga, mm-hmm. and the arms cut up. Nigga, y'all see it, I worked hard. I'm gonna say, yep, and I'm shaving your beard. You lost a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, them paintballs on the shit. I'm gonna say, you gonna look real good when we shave that beard. I'm being a motherfucker that I didn't wanna go there. <laughs> <laughs> we should have went there. How long will it take you to grow your beard back? This, I say, give it two you, months. You know that's what I'm voting for. Two months. It'll take two months. It'll take two months. Two months. Okay. And be two months of me calling the work. You're so stupid. This nigga be in the dark. Don't turn on the lights. Don't. Don't do it. I'm naked. I'm naked. I'm naked. I'm like, I'm like fucking Kim Possible. Right? Yeah. I'm like, do I look pretty? <laughs> we're gonna be showing up for no reason. Hey, man, I brought you some ice. Look, and that bit of sound, they like, oh, we're gonna start hooping again. Oh, I can't make it. I ain't got no beard. That's a rule. You can't hoop with no beard. Him sick. <laughs> Me sick. Him sick. Anyways, all right, my boy, Mr. I play tennis. Taylor, how's your week, man? Do uh, you play tennis for real? Yeah. He played tennis in high school, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm going with. Hey, hey. Tennis that shit, bro. If you ain't never played. He wasn't the most athletic, but he played some tennis. I was pretty athletic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we play basketball with you. Yeah, I should know. Yeah, I know. Hey. 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 But yeah, before y'all were there, before y'all were there, it was a whole different story. But now, just I let y'all have it now. So you let us have it. Yeah. Oh, you really? let, let us. Have it. It. I was like, I just passed on the next generation, so it's okay. Nigga, we both older than you. By one year, so I mean, it's okay. I'm older than you by months. He older than you by a year. Okay. No, he older than you by months too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you 29. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we about to be 30 in a minute. Yeah, oh, yeah, we don't even talk about that. We don't talk about Y'all ashamed? I ain't ashamed, but if I go in 30 with no beard, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> Bro, you go in 30 with no beard, you better run. <laughs> I know you don't like running. Nigga, I'm like, you better like, run. I'm like, an Instagram name, tired of tired running. Of running. <laughs> hey, you better run, goddamn. They're running, man, off. Nigga, I'm being a motherfucker like, Hey, y'all gonna have to catch me that day. If I move, I'm gone. I'm like, nigga, we gotta do it. No, y'all not. You gonna catch me? So you get to choose what? The top four get to choose. Okay. So whoever the top four winners is get to choose the bottom two people. No, that's not true. What is, so the, the loser, the sixth place person, the loser gets to pick his own punishment. Okay. The, top, the bottom yeah. two losers. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, there you go. The bottom two losers, they get to pick their own punishment, but it gotta be one Yo, of them. Yo, who? Punch. 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 Words are hard. I, I'll catch you every week. Words are hard. Punch. <laughs> we ain't even smoke. They ain't never smoke. Hey. about you, Miss? Uh, gave me the greatest guy son in the world. How you doing? How's your oh, week? I've been off on PTO all week. Oh, I went nice. to work and coughed twice. They sent my ass home. For real? Mm-hmm. She went working. Yeah, she, she did that shit on purpose. Like mistakes? Like. <laughs> no, no, like. They, <laughs> they like, um, did we check your temperature today? Yeah. But you know she has mm. Oh man. So she gets a million in her shit, she gonna cough regardless. Damn. <laughs> Sit my ass while I was at work for all of like 10 minutes. She <laughs> just like, Mama. <laughs> Mama. Yeah, I guess that's one I'm way here. to do it. I'm here. So. I wish I would. I'd be at work calling waiting to send me home. Nah, we understand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at least your ass at work. I, I can't breathe. Can you breathe every two seconds? Are right, you good? We keep you here for a couple of hours. I, I cleared my throat once and coughed the second time, and my manager was like, "You should tell him like you was time for you to go. You should tell him you was Dougie Fresh. <laughs> you should Dougie Fresh. And once Missouri hit a cold red, I can't go back to work. Shit, it's it's about, we don't talking about the shit that came before. So right now Missouri is in orange. We went from Who yellow. Fuck me, this color scale. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> we went from yellow to orange in a matter of two days last weekend. Once we hit red because I'm asthmatic, then they're going to keep me on. Okay. I mean, I'll be back at work again still at work because I have not. you? Yeah, because yeah. you're asthmatic. Her chances are high. You still get back? Yeah. I'm salary. So. She's salary. Nigga, cool. say the word with me. 
I'm just salary. Saying, uh, I'm just saying. I ain't not salary. Not something that you eat. I ain't salary. Mad at Supervisor. <laughs> Supervisor. Boss lady. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to get, like, hey, get like her when I get young. All right. When you get young. When I get young. Because <laughs> you know she's the baby of the group right now. Mm-hmm. When I get young. Well, I, I get my uh, my thing for the week. Did I get told you what I get caught this week? No. Okay. What'd you get caught? I got said. I, they said my head looked like a burnt raisin. Mm. A light skin raisin. That's dried oh. up. Hey man, <laughs> y'all gotta get these kids books. <laughs> they said that like, my head like a dried up raisin. I said, oh okay. Right. Hey man, y'all got a library at that facility, man. These kids no, not. need to read, man. That's my suggestion. You they need to read to get better jokes because their jokes be terrible. I'm just saying, man. These kids ain't got nothing oh, better. That was kind of funny. The best, <laughs> the best one they had was Dead Shot. That was, that's the best that one. Was the best that one. was the best one. Okay, okay. okay. And the, my okay. cast like ham hocks. I give them that. <laughs> I, I got thick cash. These kids, they got no better to do talk about your ass all day. I guess oh. you are sitting in like the center of the pod. Huh. I'm, I'm the, the desk is like this, like we're sitting there right now, and then everything else is there. Yeah. So they got to come to me to talk crash. But they, they come, they, up, they they come out the room in the morning ready to start flaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hear it, kid? Oh, dry raisin head. Hey, come on, man. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, we already started the day off. I had a flame. You already? Did right. they just start it? Come on. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you a little leeway. They they go on for an hour. <laughs> Man. Anyways, all right. I'm happy y'all do. We ready? Skin to your icebreaker. Yeah, icebreaker. Hey, I'm about to surprise y'all. You want that it one? Ain't, it ain't the one you picked. Oh, okay. it ain't the one picked. By the way, shout out to Miss Tate. Shout out we to appreciate Ms. Tate. you. For Hook the us up. This is not a game. Mm-hmm. This is not a game. Hey, this is going to actually change the dynamics of the show. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie. Some of these are good. So here's the first one, right? Um, blacks that are well-spoken are trying to be right. So you're supposed to make it. It's, it's a statement or a reaction. You're going to you answer people's respond. heads right now. Go ahead. I'm listening. You're supposed to what? Go ahead. You're going to answer people's heads right now. Go ahead. I ain't going on the way yet. Did you hear the statement? Yeah, I heard the statement. Blacks that are well-spoken are trying to be white. Go ahead, Will. What you think about that statement? That reaction statement? What's your reaction to it? What is trying to be white? Hmm. Well, what's the rules to this game? Ain't no rules to this uh, You just so read, read, read the top of the thing. What does it say? Huh? What does it say on top of the court? Statement and reaction. So you can give a statement to it and you can give a reaction to it. Okay. So my statement to it, my reaction to it is what is, talking, what is being white? What is being white? When our culture is the most influential culture. Mm-hmm. And what was the rest of it? That was it. Blacks that are, it's a statement. So it's saying blacks that are well spoken are trying to be right. So your reaction to that is what is. We've always been well spoken. What is is, uh, trying to be white? Our culture is taken and turned into something else. Uh And they try to say that we're not the one that's doing something proper, like, but it's us that started everything. So. Okay. That's me. That's That's how you feel. Give my short and shimble. You know, short and shimble. What about you, then, Jay? So because I am well spoken, I can articulate myself well. Ooh, I'm trying to be white. I'm standing. That's but you've heard the statement before. I've heard the statement before, but I feel How like feel ebonics is something that 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 is our culture. That is what we do. Mm-hmm. Just because I can go to work and I can speak to my white cohorts, my white you know mm-hmm. coworkers in a manner that is I don't want to say appropriate, but gets my point across better for them. Yeah, it's communication. Not it's basic communication. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I can hang with the best of both worlds. I think it's called code switching. Code switching is what it's titled. If you're able to communicate with people who speak of bondage, who, you know, talk from the hood, that's the dialect they speak. Mm-hmm. But you also are professional and can be, so you can communicate with both sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. I ain't nothing wrong with that. It's not. I, I have to do it all day long, every day. Um, all day. Here you go. Oh. Yeah, I can concur with what Jerry was saying. Like, yeah, you can speak um, both <laughs> from where you're from and so soft-spoken. to a uh, professional level, yeah. So I would concur with Jerry. I concur. I concur. I concur. Do you know what to do? I concur. <laughs> Baby saying color blue? <laughs> I concur. <laughs> I concur. I know I, I do. I concur. I like that, man. I'm about to adapt that. That's in a bag. Nigga, <laughs> I'm slowly moving that basket. My boy got it in the I'm slowly moving that basket. That basket slowly going to the TV. Yeah. I can curve. Oh, you can curve, baby. Oh. <laughs> smuggling <laughs> shit. He's <laughs> smuggling a pair of socks in his pocket. Ah. Pair of drawers in the drawer. Here you go. 
Is it gonna stay? Alright, it's safe. As soon as they leave, I'm gonna go find out what's back there. Put some shit nice and tidy and put it back where it came from. Yeah, I put it in a pair of her drawers. So she wants to see it. Hey, hey, I'm dead, bro. Where all these face towels come from? And I ain't washed my face this much. What the fuck? Oh, man. So, yeah, with me, I think, yeah, definitely I feel the same way, man. What what exactly is um, talking white? I feel like, I ain't gonna lie, I feel like that's that's ignorance coming out. People mm-hmm. say that stuff because either they can't do it or they never had that. They just never were educated enough to do it. And then they, if sometimes it's not their fault, but you can't sit there and talk trash and bully and try to, you know, have these comments about other people because they are successful. Right. And really, that's what it takes on time. You are your experiences. So if you've never been in a position to like, have these conversations with people and communicate effectively and thrive on a professional level, mm-hmm. then you know some, that's, that's where you hear these statements from. Right. Them people that never really made it to that point, they, they say stuff like that just to kind of laugh and they make them feel better about themselves, I guess, when you sit there and talk about how somebody sound white, when really they communicating effectively with somebody that you can't. Right. And it also comes down to you change the dynamic of what it is that you're talking about. You know, you, you get the response that you're looking for with the way that you communicate with people. So the way that I talk to you will not be the way that I'm I go to work and I talk mm-hmm. to you. Right. Well, the way I talk to you, not the way I talk to Joe. <laughs> <laughs> the way I talk to Joe, not the way I go to work and I communicate with, with my, my white boss. You know? But then my thing is, how you talking white, but I can, I can speak to an Indian person. I can speak to a uh, Asian person, I can yeah. speak to a Filipino person, it's the same thing. But I can speak to all these people, so am I talking white to them or am I just communicating in a better form and fashion? I know I do it all day, every day. So you know how I got a caseload. I got a caseload of about 100 people. They are all different, come from different backgrounds, and they sit in front of my desk. And so it's my job to be able to listen to them and communicate to them so they can understand and grasp and try to be a better person. So when I'm all day, I'm sitting there going to the lobby, bringing them back, and I sit them down. Hey, how you doing? And it could be just me. I could be just me. But sometimes people just don't respond to just me. So what I have to do is take a step back and reevaluate how I'm coming across and say, okay, like if it's somebody that's from the hood, like some of these dudes is real thuggish. Yeah, and they be like, man, fuck that shit, man. All I want to do is get off papers. And I be like, I hear you, man. I was like, I mean, but you know, I sometimes you gotta say that. I hear you, man. Meanwhile, I got a, oh, I got a sixty-five-year-old white man, and I, and I was like, yes, sir. You know, this is what's going on. So, and he, somebody been on supervision before. You ain't gotta sit there and explain everything to him. All you do is sit there and say, all right, well, you've done this before, so. Are you gonna do it again? You, can also, you yeah. can also cultivate the responses that you get also because mm-hmm. people will respond differently to the way that you communicate mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. And I think that. I know for myself personally, a lot of people when they look at me don't see somebody who I can hang with the best, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I am very good at my job and a lot of people don't see that because they don't see past the nose ring and, mm-hmm. and locks in my head, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I cultivate my conversations and I pick and choose what responses that I'm looking for from mm-hmm. you with the way that I talk to you. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I've got shit in the nose ring. <laughs> I ain't seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> no, what are you talking about? Yeah, I think it's true. And I and you remember we was talking about this, like, um, Growing up, I had my hair low, wearing waves. You know, here recently I started growing my hair, but it's it's just a part of like the identification. I've always challenged, I've always challenged the you know status quo, and like I felt like I was doing what I was doing just to kind of prove other people wrong. Like I, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna show you I can do what my counterpart, the white person, would be able to do. I'm gonna do it better than them with more style and. I'm a function at a high level. That's always been something to motivate me, right? But I think here recently I got to a point where I was like, I don't really care what other people think. I'm still being a professional. I'm still doing my job at a high level. But the appearance is something I'm comfortable with myself about. And, you know, that's kind of what I want to do. I like people that look like me. Can I want to be a role model. People that look like me can be successful and maintain that same high level that I was reaching with the low haircut. There you go. Because my thing is, the one thing, the thing I love is going to interviews. Because I go to interviews in a tailored suit. Fuck them up. Like, Damn, I ain't, I ain't used to no black person mm-hmm. coming into an interview, mm-hmm. tailored suit on, shoes, tie, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. everything. Right? I'm like, 
Oh, I ain't know. When I go to an interview, I'm the exact opposite. When I go to an interview for a nursing position, I'll put my hair up, but I wear scrubs. You want me as a nurse, I'm going to come and I'm going to look like your nurse. Mm -hmm. I may not look like much to you with, listen, my hair nappy, I'm not taking my nose ring out or none of that. This is what you get, but I am damn good at my job. And when I open my mouth, you'll know that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at this point in my career so far, I don't care no more. Right. I'm good at my job. You you know that when I open my mouth and we have a conversation. And you made that phone call like, so how was she at this job? Oh, that's my, oh she do her thing. Oh, she don't look like it. How can somebody look like their job? I think I only reached that comfort level once I had the position I was aiming for. Mm-hmm. Once I had the position I was aiming for, I was like, okay, now you know, let me, you know, they know who I, who I am. They know my work, and now let me make a door for somebody else. I need to let me in now. <laughs> but it, it ain't it don't it don't come it don't come for free though. Like you gotta work to get where you are, and then you can be. I ain't gonna say then you can be who you are, don't but you have to work and know. You gotta know society. You gotta know your level and know who you're dealing with, because easily I could I could have been denied any opportunity that I was afforded because of my actions. Just because you know you look a certain way, you behave a certain way. People are gonna respond. That's a, that's gonna obviously be a response. So YouTube, how do y'all feel about that statement? Read that one more time for the YouTubers. YouTube, uh, blacks that are well spoken are trying to be white. How do y'all feel about it? Comment below your comments. I want to know how y'all feel about this. This is a good question. I want to know. Oh, throw that one. That ain't going nowhere. That's how we know we went to the strip club and why. That's a horrible. <laughs> that was a horrible. Thought. Yeah, I used to be able to throw one across the club mm-hmm. and then slide like Nelly did on mm-hmm. the tip drill video. Let us know. Comment below. Let us know how y'all feel about it. Do you ever feel like you're judged? Do you feel like you've been called? Did you talk like you white? So comment below. What else you got for us? What is that? Next up. Hey, next. Hey, we gonna do it one more. We gonna do two icebreakers. Okay. Two icebreakers this week, y'all. All right, y'all listening. The statement is. Hate is a learned behavior. Hmm. Hmm. Go ahead. You put your hands up. Go ahead. My child is the only black child in daycare. Mm-hmm. At the hate, daycare he goes to. At the daycare that he goes to. Hate is a learned behavior. Jason ain't going to school and he don't want to play with the little white kids or mm-hmm. the little Indian kids to go mm-hmm. and stuff like that because mm-hmm. that's not what we teach at home. Right. There is no reason that your child, and I mean that's for anybody that your child is going to go to school and act a certain way unless you instill that in them. And, I mean, once you've instilled those things, then they grow up with them, you know? Mm -hmm. Hate is a learned behavior. People are people. What difference do it make? And see, with that, everything that's going on with the cops, everything that's going on with Black Lives Matter, all that, you can see all the grown-ass people beefing, fighting with each other. You go to any daycare. And that started at home. That was taught. You would think of, like, I take later school. She can't leave class without everybody hugging her body. And it's every kind of race you could think in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Bye, Layla, bye, Layla, bye, Layla. And I, you can tell that Layla friends are everybody. She never says color. She says a kid's name. Uh, she's like, yeah, blase, blase, this, blase, blase. I've never heard her say kid's color. None mm-hmm. of that stuff. She friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves her. So like you said, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a talk thing. Because yeah. kids can't see that. We took Jace to the park one day. I might have went by myself. It was me and Jace, and there was a little white boy, and he kept coming up to Jace. Hi, little black boy. That's Hi, little talk. black boy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just sitting there looking. Oh, maybe I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. I can look closer so I can hear good. Hi, little black boy. His mama's standing there just watching. So I'm looking at her like, All right. So this this what we gonna do mm-hmm. right here at the playground? Mm-hmm. It is a learned behavior. She taught him that. I don't think that growing up five six, he was a little older than Jace. You, Color does not need to be taught. Right. You are a person, no matter what color you are. Mm-hmm. But instead of, you know, hi, friend. Yeah. Hi, little black boy. That was just it's an hard. interesting experience. It's hard not right. to teach color right now, though. With everything that's going on, it's hard not to be like, baby girl, hey, you a black kid. You got to watch yourself. Yeah. So it's hard not to be like, oh, don't see black and white. Because the society, in right now, you got to be like, hey, baby, you a black girl. You got to protect yourself at all times. Mm-hmm. I disagree though. I feel like it's about how you do it, not what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So we ain't telling my kids go to the little white kids. Hey, little white kids. Right, right. I don't <laughs> think it's that. I think you teach you can you teach about race so they know who they are. Mm-hmm. But you also um, like I, I'll just use my daughter for example. So I tell her that she's beautiful. 
mm-hmm. and I tell her that she, I mean, beautiful brown skinned girl or whatever the case may be. But that's self empowerment. Mm-hmm. That's more so about you know letting her know to have confidence and that you are. This is what your daddy think of you. So like that's why we introduce race into it. Mm-hmm. So you are proud of who you are. You're not down on yourself and can't nobody tell you differently. Right. But to, to, to down another race, that's not how we was raised. Like the, the school Layla go to, mm-hmm. um, Ava used to go there too. So it's a, first of all, it's a, it's a, it's a Christian school. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a, is it a Christian school? It's a daycare on a Christian campus. It's an academy on a Christian campus. It's an academy campus. on a Christian campus. So with that being said, there is a mixture of kids there, mm-hmm. and they're, they're pretty fair. I feel like that's the type of community I grew up in. We, uh, I didn't feel like I was a minority growing up. I felt like, man, everything was 50-50. If it was a race war, you know, shit was going to go down. We was going to hold <laughs> our own. I, that's how I felt, though, until I really started traveling and start seeing that, you know, mm-hmm. we a minority for real. Yeah. It's amazing that we get so much attention. And it's like, like you said about telling her this shit queen and all that. Now, you, what do we tell our kids that you're introducing them to the black and white being? But it's like, like it's just an empowerment thing. Because once they get in school, oh, uh, you was a slave this, you, yeah. you a slave that. So that's when it comes to the part where you got to start black. Nah, baby, you a black goddess. You a black this, you a black that. And you empower. Take it a step further. Once you grow up, mm-hmm. society teaches you the opposite of what I'm telling you. Yeah. Right. Society does. They dog you. They tell you that you is. That's why, and that's, that's her daddy's struggle. Her daddy is that he, I was motivated just by people telling me that I couldn't. And not everybody is. Some people accept that. Right. So, you know, I, I would love for her to know who she is before the, the, she start reading the news headlines and she starts seeing what they teach you in public school. And and just, but you're not teaching her that to be malicious. Oh, no, no, not at all. We teach her to know oneself. It's the intent. It's the intent. Because you take that and you grow from it. But that scares me. That, that makes me nervous. Because our kids are the same age. Mm-hmm. They about to be in middle school, elementary school already. Mm-hmm. And the shit that we teach later, how black empowered she is, I feel like we're going to get her in trouble in school. Yeah, And that maybe. scares me because she's going to be like, she's going to be like, oh, well, Christopher Columbus this. I can see baby girl already. That motherfucker ain't discovered nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he discovered an island off the United States, but he ain't discovered nothing because that's what they're going to teach our kids. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not going to get her in trouble, though, because that's that's general opinion right now. Everybody mm-hmm. believes that. I don't care what race you are. You Everybody can laugh at the fact that Christopher Columbus mm-hmm. discovered something that was already here. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I got white friends that they know that shit. Mm-hmm. And history history is fucked up. Remember I told you they mm-hmm. sent that picture that had the, a white Egyptian's on the fucking social studies book. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? And that movie. Uh, he had the crown on. And, and he had all the fucking. I'm okay, like, like. Three, four, five years ago. They had all white Egyptians in, his, in, the, yeah. in the box office. I'm yeah. Because like. Cause I like <laughs> mad dis- movie, yeah. Mad disrespectful. And like, I'm like. Look, like no, this person ain't rich. It's Madame Musa. They're like. Who is that? Mm. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like. Baby girl. Be smart. It, it makes me nervous. But I'm going to love it. But it's like. That's when it comes into the play of people like, oh, you're teaching her to be prejudiced. No. And it's not like like you want to teach your kids that you are strong. Like, I want to teach Dace that you are. You are strong. You are beautiful. All of these things. But at the same time, I don't want you to be so strong that when you come in contact with somebody mm-hmm. who does not like that, it ends up being a problem for you, you know? Mm-hmm. So trying to find that middle ground with your kids mm-hmm. sometimes is, is, is tricky. Yeah. Because Jason's a king. He should be put on the pedestal. I believe you, you believe it. I believe it. We love you, you know? Mm-hmm. But not everybody sees it like that, and they see you as a threat. Yep. And that was a good question that's been going on. What age do I become from cute and adorable to a threat? That's true. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's that's a. Every time I see pictures like that, it fucks me up. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. I watch Jace all the time, and he has a really bad habit already. When you put a hoodie on him, he wants to put, put his hoodie, hoodie on his head. Mm-hmm. All the time. And he, he'll be. And I am so terrified that he's gonna be six or seven one day walking down the street and he wanna throw his hood on and somebody sees that as a as a threat. I think that what we're doing right now as a as a society is working toward that being acceptable. Like raising awareness that a fucking hoodie is a fucking hoodie. It's not a symbol of a threat. We grown as fuck and whenever we go walking, I never put my hood up. I ain't gonna lie, when I walk in the when I'm in the car, I take my hood down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have to at the Creek or walking, yeah. I use like if I'm at the gym, I put my hood on, yeah. tightened up, have my skull cap on. I never put my hood on out of the really? Even if it's cold and windy outside, 
I had that mug linked back, like on the back of my big ass head, <laughs> so they could see my see my face. It's this. I'm grown ass man. I'm scared to wear my fucking hoodie. Maybe we should start challenging the stereotype. I don't know. I'm a big ass. Wear your hoodie. Dude. I'm a big ass dude. Yeah, wear your wear your hoodie. Put your hood up. Okay. I'm just saying because you know it might be it might be something that we subconsciously are doing, but that's another learned behavior. We've mm-hmm. learned that you get chastised if this is the situation. Yep. And I don't know, man. It's selfish of me to say uh, try it because I know you a parent and you got a motherfucking you got a family to get home to. Mm-hmm. So you know, like yeah, it's, it's it's hard. Yeah, and same here. Like I I don't know. In my head, I think about being here the next day. So. I don't really want to put myself in a jeopardizing position either. It's rough, man. Yeah, I know. Man, I'm good, man. You're not they good. are good, man. I ain't gonna lie. They are pretty good. Every day episode day, right there. Get, get three, four of them. Um, so, like I said, how do y'all feel about it? Do y'all feel learned behavior? Comment below. Have you ever, do you feel like with your kids, you teaching them, is a learned behavior? What is it? Comment below. Mm. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got mention? a hot one. Oh, all right, all right. Here we go. Statement and reaction. Okay. America should be separate but equal. The statement is America should be separate but equal. I've heard this before. Yeah. I, oh, I forgot to throw it. I forgot to throw it. Yeah, yeah I forgot yeah. to throw I mean, it. That was question, better. I think the question is saying that we should divide everybody but make it equal. Uh huh. <clears throat> so I, I think there's, live there's separately. A, a young lady that I work with. Come on, young. <laughs> he fucked up. He fucked up. Hey, you know, hey, 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 what's up, girl? Without a name. Without a name. No name. No name. I don't know. That's what he's talking about. Damn, Take his cup. Somebody take his cup. Take his cup. Just be trying to tell you about my day at work. Mama named Bianca. I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you. Somebody take his cup. That's cup number one in the head. Take his cup. I'm going to go. Take his cup right now. Look, look. Look, that, that basket went a little closer back to the door. A little closer back to the door. Hey, that was funny as damn boy. That's why you don't let your friends drink wine. My, my mama named Clay. I'm going to call Clay. She thinks that segregation was not an entirely bad thing. She thinks that we should have kept on with segregation, that we could have had better schools, better opportunities. She believes in a separate but equal. She thinks that that was a good thing for us. But okay. we, had, we had that, though. They bonded. We had black uh, Wall. Well, we was, I thought you was referring to separate but equal. No, we had separate, and we were striving with Black Wall Street and all the other stuff in Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. And what happened? Bound the fuck out of it. Mm. Well, that, that is her <laughs> belief that we should move forward. Yeah, and she thinks that segregation, sh- it should be a thing again. Black. And I've she thinks that that's, the, that's the only way to keep us safe is the way that she's looking at it. I've heard that before. But I, I don't... I, yeah. I don't think that you can be separate and, but equal. And equal at the same time? No. Mm-hmm. It, it's, no it's no possible way. Because one's going to still think they're better than the other. You'll never be equal if you're separated. I think you're in a society that, you know, can... Basically, what would happen is if you're separate but equal, you got your own community that your money's going to circulate through. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you're still probably going to spend your money. Basically, mm-hmm. you're going to spend your money outside of your community sometimes, mm-hmm. and they're not going to spend enough money inside of your community, and it's not going to circulate properly. There's still going to be crime. Mm-hmm. There's still going to be people in poverty and within your circle. And it wouldn't be sustainable. Yeah, I think that eventually you, you would kill yourself quicker. It could be sustainable. But once one gets better than the other, that's going to cause envy. There's still envy and divisiveness. I just don't think that you have enough like-minded people to make it sustainable. No. That's like like that town. You guys hear about, uh, they're they're planning on um, black, what's the word I'm looking for? Investors are planning on buying this town in Mm -hmm. uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, something like that. But what they would like to do is... uh, Purchase that town and make it black owned. It'd be all black owners. Black Wall Street Part Two. That's yeah. what it is. They should make Black yeah. Wall Street Part Two. But I, I can see it work. See, it's, I can, no, I can see it happening. It can happen in twenty twenty. It can happen in twenty twenty one. It can but happen. You, you but, couldn't separate like um, we don't allow white people there. Yeah, is that what, if that's what you're trying to do? But it, you would that, just own the town and you would own everything. It'd be black owned. If we being honest, I think Tulsa Part Two won't happen because you're gonna get a society that's thriving. That ain't gonna happen. It, it can happen. Not look, 2020. Look what the fuck going on right now. And it's 2020. We got cameras. It don't matter. 
the cameras, cameras can still be talked around. I don't think that the I don't think that the, the, the environment is the same as it used to be. It's See, not. just to be clear, I believe black people can be successful successful within this country. Like some people don't, and it's got. I think it's interesting. That's something that we got to talk about. I do think that the American, the black American, can be successful and thrive within this country and be a part of being patriotic. Some people don't feel the same way. What y'all think about that? Like do you feel like you American? I just think that most of us are so conditioned, are so conditioned to be hmm. or feel beat down. You know, like we don't have the same opportunities, or you you got to get it out the mud all mm-hmm. the time. Like you just mm-hmm. don't have the resources that you need. When a lot of the times that's just not the case. Mm-hmm. You are just conditioned to think that that stuff is not there at your disposal. Mm-hmm. So, and for certain people, it's not, but most people, it is, and you just, like you said, making the excuse to not. You just conditioned to not even, you know, you don't even see that. You don't see the opportunities when they are arising, or you don't see the help that you had, you could have, because you are conditioned to think that, you know, we black, this this is how it goes. Like with that last week, we were talking about uh, asking for help. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And that's one of the things. Somebody going to put their hand out for you for a handout. But you feel like you're too good to take a handout yeah. and you look weak. So you don't take a handout. So what you do, you start struggling. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing as a society, we got to stop. We got to mm-hmm. stop feeling that a handout or somebody trying to help us is an issue. And we got to get it out by ourselves. No. And every other society, one person make it. They teach that next person to make it. That next person teaches the next person to make it. And they build a staircase to make it. I, I feel like if you could do, if you can do better, then do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if history, if recent history is showing you that you you need some help, then take the help. And I think removing the stigma is probably something that we need to think about as a community too. Like there's a stigma with uh, with being less than. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it just come with capitalism, I guess. You know, but I I do believe that black people have a place within this society. Um, and I hate that I hate that people had the idea that we not patriotic about the country. I know Juneteenth came up and all that stuff, but it I think we are patriotic. I think we are at a certain point you do have to say I'm black American, I wouldn't rather be anywhere else than, than here. We built but I wanna yeah, we built this place. We have a place here. So when you say mm-hmm. black patriot like they black patriotic I feel like we're patriotic because we know that our ancestors is the one that really did all them fighting mm. to make this place to where it is now. I feel like America does not treat me as good as I would like it to, yeah, right. but it's still the place I want to be. I wouldn't rather be anywhere else. So with that being said, I he said Wakanda. Well, <laughs> <laughs> don't say nothing, but say nothing. <laughs> man, you're hilarious, man. Um, <laughs> I feel like I, I just feel like you know at a certain point this is where I want to be and I do my best to represent my culture the best I, the best way I can. We got more freedom here than we have any other place, right? Even though we not free, and that's worth fighting for. And mm-hmm. I feel like we all can come together as one. We can change this motherfucker around and do what we should be doing. I feel like we got the micro, we got the magnifying glass on us at all times. I, I still am astounded that we make the fucking St. Louis news every day. When we the minority, I mean, I get it. There's a lot of us here, but around the country, mm-hmm. all you see is black people and violence on the news. Mm-hmm. It just seems a little bit out of ratio. Don't don't they seem like it's it's what's called it's targeted. It's targeted. It's targeted. Media. It's targeted right? media. They sure. created a villain, and when they focus on the, the bad guy at all times, mm-hmm. not saying we the bad guy, but I'm saying they give you a a, a fucking yeah. they give you a target. They give America a, ba- a visual of a bad guy. But you look at it this way. If you go on social media, you will see all these videos of other races, Caucasian races, attacking officers with knives. But that don't make it on the news. Right. We got to go to social media to see that. They let it be on social media, but it's not going to be the most targeted thing on the Mm -hmm. news because that's not going to get the agenda pushed. Yeah. So... Like you said, it's targeted media. It's targeted to say, oh, it's us doing everything. When it's not. Now, I, I will admit it. Our culture does things we shouldn't do. Yeah, get put out there. But if you really look at the, the numbers, it ain't really us. Mm-hmm. It's other cultures. I've always been wanting to take back and look at 
thing. So I take a step back and I say, okay, what am I seeing here? Mm -hmm. Like overall, what's the big picture? What's going on? And if uh, I feel like if a lot more people did that, they would be able to come together and come up with a game plan to do that. But a lot of people just don't do it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't see that the media kind of dictates people's opinions. Yep. And if you view it like that, then it would control your actions a little better. That's just like when we worked at that place together. Mm -hmm. We worked at that place together and everything was on camera. Mm -hmm. Something I learned is that it's not about what you do or what you say or anything like that. Because in that building, the cameras told the story. Mm -hmm. If anything happened, they reviewed the cameras. The camera told everything. Yeah, the camera told everything. So if they see you acting a certain way, you could be calm as hell. Be like, man, motherfucker, you ain't going to touch me. You could be intimidated because your hand is Well, nah, it, it would even do that. Even if you put your hands like this, whatever. You could say what you want, mm -hmm. but most people don't do that. They actually go to putting their hands on, they're doing this and this and that. And they get to a point where they're like, okay, this is what we saw, and you fired. But I think the overall, that's the point, though. It's like if you take a step back and you see what's the ultimate outcome based on what you're seeing other people's outcome come out as, you should dictate what a positive behavior would lead to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It's just a lot. Because yeah, even then, shit, you do the right thing, still in a good kill. It's hey. tough, man. Hey. I believe in I believe in the rebels. I believe in if it was meant to be, it was meant to be. The shit happened. Yeah. Give us one more. We got time for one more. We got time for one more. Hate to be so divisive. White privilege is not real because blacks now have more opportunities to be sex successful. We already discussed this bullshit. That, that's bullshit. Because Let me say it one more time. Go ahead. White privilege is not real because blacks now have more opportunities to be successful. Even with us being successful, don't mean it don't exist. Like I just said, with the whole damn thing with uh, the cops, a black person can get pulled over, to take his hands out, it's probably gonna get killed. Mm -hmm. A white person can pull a knife on the cop, and they sitting there, sir, sir, can you count, sir, can you, can you count down, sir, 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 sir. It it's privilege regardless of what you do. And and my thing is, if I go into a job now and interview, and then I have the credentials, there's still gonna be a white person that can beat me out for that job. Yeah. I think one thing doesn't have anything to do with the other one. No. It's weird to pit them against each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of easy bait. What I would say is that one thing has nothing to do with the other one. Neither until one. until white people stop getting the benefit of the doubt, we really, you know, you're going to continue to see the white privilege. Meanwhile, I don't get that same benefit of the doubt. I got to put my hoodie down at the park. There you go. So, was the guy was the guy that killed those jockeys? Mm -hmm. Ahmad yeah. Aubrey. So anybody else that we see out there jogging with some headphones in, jogging through that same neighborhood, ain't gonna get stopped. Mm -hmm. Ain't gonna get frisked. Ain't gonna get pulled over. Ain't gonna get shot. Like I said, like you said, we go outside with a hoodie on. We gotta be like, oh shit, let me go ahead and pull that back. Mm -hmm. Anybody else put a hoodie on? They set. They ain't gonna, they gonna stop them and ask them questions. Mm -hmm. They be like, oh sir, where you going, Blase Blase? They gonna shoot us first and ask questions later. Well, he had a hood on, he wasn't responding. Maybe he had headphones in. They don't think the fact that we have headphones in, they right. shoot first. Anybody else, they have headphones in, hoodie on, they're going to stop to make sure they see him. Hey, sir, let's pull the hood down, let's take the headphones out. Yes. Oh, where are you going? We don't get that same benefit. Yeah. That's privilege. I feel like I don't put myself in those situations. Does that. Hell no, I was does, that, does that make me. I don't know. Am I, am I, am I overthinking it or am I, you know. I'll put it this way. I don't put myself in those when situations. I get, when I get in the car, I take my license out. I say, and my insurance is always put up in my phone mm -hmm. on the things that ain't closed. I put my license in the door handle, mm -hmm. and I have my phone sitting on the armrest. Some so, some people don't think like that though. Some mm -hmm. I know, like I got a sister. My sister do what the fuck she want to do. She, mm -hmm. I mean, every decision that she made was always truly her. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Me, I I don't know if I overthink stuff. But I feel like that that's the responsible thing to do. Mm -hmm. But she get up and she she's a free spirit. Mm -hmm. She do what the fuck she want to do. So I don't know. I just always think about who's right in this situation. The way she lived her life or the way I live mine. Yeah, both could be. Because like I said, I, I, like when you get put over, do you have the windows already down when they get to the window? Yes. Hands on stairwell? Yes. too. Uh, nah, but I got idea. No, Honestly, since I got my no. since, since I worked in law enforcement, they don't, they don't really, really fuck with me like that. So for me, I, I since I work the place I work at, I keep that bag around the window frame mm -hmm. in certain the neighborhood I drive to. Cause so they see that they be like, all right, you go ahead, you know, I know where you going. 
But in other places, I keep my hand up like this. If you get the window, I want what you need first. I also think that that's part of conditioning because even myself, I keep my nursing badges. I keep them on my rearview mirror. I make sure when I get in the car, if my hair is down, I pull at least the front back so you can see my face. I pull my mask down so you can see what's going on. And if you do pull me over, listen, sir, my insurance cards are right there. I'm going to keep my hands right here. But that is still all a part of how we have been conditioned at this point. Yeah. Uh, white privilege is real, but I think that it has a little less power if you give it less power. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, What about you, sir? You, you concur? I concur. I concur. We ain't heard from him in 25 minutes. I, 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 I concur. Yeah, I'm my part. Shoot. Two pairs of socks. Two pairs of socks. What, what is your statement? I would, I would say the same thing as Jay. I mean, I saw this movie, The Hate You Give, and this um, dad was giving the talk to his kids. It wasn't about the birds and bees. It was just about um, how you, when you get pulled over mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I thought that was like, I was thinking about that. Like, oh, that's probably the talk I'm going to have to give to my son. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole bunch of other yeah. that you got to give your kids that talk. Like, hey, baby, when you get pulled over. Don't move nothing, don't touch, like my mom in the store, don't touch nothing, don't say nothing, yeah. don't ask for nothing. Yeah. That talk, and that's, it's terrible that we have yeah, to give our kids that talk. Yeah, it's terrible how we got to get that, that talk now, man. Just like, it's 2020, man. And we shouldn't have to be giving, like, our, our kids, you know, our, our daughters, our sons, that talk to how to do that when the police come and stuff like that. I wasn't, my dad never gave me that talk. About that, I just kind of just. Well, your parents are different. Well, my, I don't my, my dad never just never gave me that talk. I'm just like, oh, uh, like oh, if I had one. Shut your ass up. I'm surprised that they didn't give him talk. That is around with civil rights and shit going on. So I, I don't know why he didn't give him talk. <laughs> he was a baby <laughs> boomer. His dad, got, his dad got hit with the water hose once or twice. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a, a, <laughs> my dad was fighting the war. That was, he was and he still didn't give him the talk. He never gave me the talk, so I mean, I just kind of had to learn on my, on my own and, and stuff like that. Vietnam War. Oh, See, it's man. bad. Well, I know he never. I can tell you never talk. There's certain things that be happening now. Did he call me up like, "Hey, bro, I can't believe this just happened," and he tell me some shit that happened to me on the fucking regular. I'm like, "What are you talking about? Somebody calls you out your name? Hey, nigga, that's, a, that's a regular Tuesday." <laughs> what you mean? That's a, every other Friday, somebody I mean, like you went to a predominantly white school. And that shit never happened. What do you mean? You no, know, at that time oh, we, it was mixture. At that time, we, it was. I mean, we, it, it was predominantly white though. No, we out we outnumbered at Pattonville. You sure? We yes, did. It, it seemed we were predominantly no, white. No, we, out, we outnumbered at Pattonville. It was majority school, minority school. It was we outnumbered. But I never got called out my name like I did at work. Where? None at Pattonfield? No, I never got called out my All name. through high school, I got called my name. Mm-mm. Not me. Playing sports, you ain't get called your name? Mm-mm. Okay, yeah. Not one time from like a white person. No, not one time like I did at work, See, bro. We uh, had a very different experience, experience than the rest yes, of us yeah. because... Because whoever called him out... I went to school in the hood. Because we're still looking for the person to say he don't speak monkey <laughs> to my boy. I know who did. I, we, I'm still looking for you. <laughs> Tell my boy, he had work, boy, man, gonna tell me I don't speak much. Yeah. Oh, we ain't, oh. Yeah, yeah. You ain't, you ain't gonna tell the people about the incident at work? Oh, just pissed me off so bad. Oh, my God. Yeah. He called me. I was like, huh? <laughs> he said, yeah. what, son? What do you think I should do? What the fuck? What Whatever you he was chewing, you should have spit that shit on him. No, nah, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, yeah. I ain't spit on Because spitting on somebody, we already got this conversation. Spitting on somebody is the lowest of low of low. That's the low. I can take it. To you. You're supposed to be, a, I done worked with you all of this time. You're supposed to be a friend or co worker. Anyway, we we cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. Not you. Don't chew what your mouth for, but you know, yeah. stop speaking like a monkey. What kind of shit is that? First of all, he said, when he told me the story, he said he had the mask up, so he couldn't see what he's saying anyway. So how you gonna regulate what the fuck I'm saying if I don't speak monkey if you can't hear me I got a mask up? Because I think it was said with the intent to see what type of reaction mm-hmm. he would have. 
I don't think that, you know, maybe this maybe this guy is just kind of testing the waters to see how far he can go. They do that. And unfortunately, right now, that's that's what it is. People are testing just to see how far they can go and how much they can get away with. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was his way of like, all right, he let me get away with this. The end card coming next. No, the end card coming is a whole different situation. But you're not a fighter. And everybody knows that. You don't know what I'm capable of. I was so upset for it. I was ready to come to the job and fight for <laughs> if it. If anybody so here knows that, that, he, that Joe is not confrontational, raise your left hand. If, <laughs> if you felt like it was, if, if you felt like it was that bad, I would go to manager. He did. Yeah, I did. Okay, good. It should be done, right? Yeah. It's a done situation now. Okay. I would have had a slightly different reaction You said what? You said what? Okay. I paid my Vaseline. I told y'all before, I believe in all outcomes. So both reactions are correct. I think that for me, I read this book that talked about the 20% difference. It's a difference between your job and your your white counterpart. Mm-hmm. It's a twenty percent difference between the same job, same title, because you are making an impression for everybody that came before you and everybody that's coming after you. you the white people really don't have that same responsibility. Mm-hmm. They they hire another one and it's nothing. But then they always gonna remember the remember Joe. Remember Joe? Mm-hmm. Joe flipped out for no he reason. Him in his face. Dragged that dude across the assembly line. Next time we hire somebody, we gotta make sure that yeah. he ain't the same yeah. person as Joe. He can't have that same temperament. Them black people, they be getting a little aggressive. They can't take a joke. <laughs> but that's what the, that's what it is. That's what the stories yeah. say. But you know what they say? You know, we don't get to write the history books. History got some of the best storytellers, mm-hmm. best liars. They done wrote some of these books. Mm-hmm. And they tell the story. Yeah. But on that note, this is another episode of If You Will. Man, shout out to Shout out to you for these cards. These right here came in handy tonight. We got to get you some bracelets, a hoodie, somewhere. And we hit the 200, <laughs> we start giving stuff out. We got to give you something. You're going yeah. to get the first gift card because that right there, that wasn't a clutch. We're going to have an If You Will bikini or something right, like something. that. Something. You're going to have to give you something. <laughs> she needs something special. You need something special for those. But yeah, this if you will your boy Will, aka Kibbles. Follow me on Instagram at William Kibbles Jr. 35. Twitter, Kibbles with a Z. We We 35. Snapchat, William Kibble. TikTok, Kibbles with a Z 35. What you got for me? Hey, you know your boy on Instagram, tired underscore of underscore running. running. By the way, shout out to y'all. Y'all had a lot of views last week. We need more comments. Keep coming to me. But, man, like I said, the listenership, man, that's what we do this for. Podcast. We still here for y'all. I be seeing y'all listening in, man. Hey, your boy A in the building. What's up? Tired of running. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, Jay. Team Hurts. Hey, no, fuck that. Team Kibbles. Team Kibbles. Team Kibbles. Right there, the guns. Put it down below, Team Kibbles. Well, he ain't gonna get him away, Los Angeles. We know already. Because, you know, he ain't got no beard to cut off anyway, so he already in advance. Don't do that. You get a tattoo? That, that is that is a beard of I just start eating kitty cat beard. That is, that's, that's what that is. I like a, I like that a baby beard. That's what he's baby stepping. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead though. We gonna get yours out. Um, um, nah, good. No, you wanna get yours out? Oh, okay. Another episode, if you will. Yeah, Till next will. week.